You wake up early the next morning and your tortoise companions uh, are going to take a hard left turn, uh, leaving you to travel alone southwardly towards the crack. You were only one hex away the, with the, the land being the way it is. I, I don't really think there's any way for you to miss it. So we're just going to say that you get there. So the crack is exactly what it sounds like. It's just a big crack along the earth. Uh, imagine a giant axe cut into the ground, pulled it free, left, and then that's what you have there. Uh, there is a very sort of like roughly and shoddily hewn stair on either end of uh, the crack, which runs basically like northeast to sort of south or northwest to southeast. Uh, you can doesn't matter to me which side of those that you're on. Uh, I just need to know who is descending the stairs first. Well, can I do my reconnoiter ability now before we go down there? See if I know anything weird. Absolutely. Cool. It's a special ability that the Dungeoneer has that I get to roll plus realms. And once per session, I can make up a fact or a rumor about a point of interest or a group that's located there. So I'm going to roll my realms. Which what is I love one. is that the way you're playing your character, this is in yeah. character. Mm -hmm. That's why I wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> no, I just meant you explaining the He's rules. He's just saying all this out yeah, loud to like himself. You are this weird yes. like meta creature that understands yes. that we're playing a game. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You're like the Joker Deadpool. You're <laughs> hyper sane. <laughs> right. you, that's why you're I'm hearing the, the voices. I'm the only one who really knows what's going that's on, guys. Um, so, with the plus okay. one, that's going to be a nine. Which We're all figments of Squeege's it? imagination. Really, that's what... <laughs> I'm actually still in the jar. <laughs> this is all a Jacob's Ladder scenario. Oh, gosh. All right. So <laughs> just a, nine, dark turn. a nine is a success. So, awesome. yeah, you can uh, tell us what you say and what you say is true. Well, everybody, I want you all to be careful with the crack because it is dark. If you go down in too deep, you can never find your way back out because the, the dark down there, it is so dark. Not even the light can shine. So, so, so I, I, everyone, be very careful slipping into the crack. Yes, don't go too deep into the crack. You'll never find your way back out. Is what I'm trying to Make say. Make sure you have a very good handhold. Yes, on the crack. That's right. Now, listen, kids. We've had fun today, but just remember, crack is That's whack. It. Say no to drugs. The more you know. And knowing is half the battle. Okay, let's get spelunking. So who? Who's going to go first? I mean, I have a torch. It's always lit. See, it's still lit. It was even lit last night when we were all sleeping. But uh, if somebody else wants to go down, that's okay. Go ahead. No, that's your, this is your, this is, this is your show. You're the uh, dungeoneer. You're the one that leads us safely in and out. Galen's got uh, a 30 foot rope. He is happy to tie off and uh, assist in the descent into the crack. You're going to tie it off to me. Because I know I, before when we did that no, in no, previous rope, quest, rope, yeah, he doesn't really. It just kind of sliced yep. me in half, and it didn't feel good. There was two of me for a couple of days until I kind of recoagulated. Yes, yeah, squeeze and, we and don't G. Really want to do that again. That's right. That's right. Well, let's not do that again. He argued constantly with himself. <laughs> yeah, what we really learned is that we don't need two squeegees. Yeah, one is more than enough. So let's do this. Let's go ahead. And, you guys can go ahead and use the ropes. But yeah, I'll go down there with my torch. And I'm going to take my torch and I actually like hook it into my hat. So it's like a headlamp. Nice. And I'll just start. Like, going Squeege, down the if, you, if, the if your torch goes out, does that mean you've gone too far, too deep? Uh, you know what? That's actually a good insightful thought there. That might be exactly what that means. So, yeah. 
Keep an eye out for me. If we lose sight of him, squeeze is dead. <laughs> get out of there. I will say this, everybody. Save yourself. My ideal is that I will put my body on the line for all of my party members. So if I do die, consider it a fair warning. Okay, bye. <laughs> I start going down. Maybe then he'll get off my back about owing him when I've already paid him back <laughs> five times. All right. So you can choose to use athletics, nimbleness, or sneak, depending on how you wish to traverse these stairs. The first person and the last person needs to roll. Those are the two that might cause calamity. All right, well, since I have a Vigor, also an Athletics of two, I will use that. So I'm just going to go right down. I'm used to doing this. Like they said, this is what I do. So, oh, okay. That's good. That's good. That's going to be a 12, 10 plus two. Very much a success. Uh, you navigate these stairs with absolute ease, absolutely no trouble. As you get descend deeper and deeper, sort of an oddity happens, as you would kind of expect in this climate that when you got a little deeper into the caves that it would be like, colder, but it's actually warmer. The deeper you go, the warmer it becomes. Uh, it's sort of almost like uh, humid and just like hot and sort of sticky. Uh, and unfortunately, you are leaving a trail of slime behind you. Yeah, but So I'm actually going to say whoever goes last is going to have a negative on this roll because Squeege decided to go first. Oh, no. So who is our, who's our last person? Who's the six of this group? I mean, you're all eights in my book, but who's going last? Probably, I, I would say probably Galen bringing up the rear to make sure everybody's safe. Okay. Uh, Galen was planning to go first, but Squeege uh, uh, squished ahead. I would assume that that uh, Galen would have gone second to to deal with whatever might have taken out might damage. I would say Verisha cute. I'd say Verisha would probably go last yeah, because she's sneaky. She doesn't trust having the cop walk mm -hmm. behind her. Yeah. All right. So then, Verisha, I need you to make either athletics, nimbleness, or sneak, depending on how you wish to traverse these stairs. All right. Let's see. Athletics, nimbleness, or sneak. I am very good at all those things. Let's see here. Um, all right. Let me get to my dice roller because I don't know where my dice went. That's a D12 plus the modifier, correct? Correct. And you have a negative one because of squeege and that is an 10. all right so that's still a success so which which one did you use athletics nimbleness or sneak uh sneak okay uh so basically the success level is just you are successful nothing extra happens but you manage to navigate down the stairs even though with it being a little bit slip uh slippery or slick you're you're fine able to navigate it uh but again all of you do notice that the uh, the air becomes more hot and more humid as you descend, uh, which does seem at odds to what you would have expected. So as you get to the, basically to the landing, so at the very base of this crack, you're guessing you're like 75, maybe 100 feet deep into this uh, riven earth. You see um, an entrance to a layer, and it is a mixture of built elements and then just sort of natural elements. Uh, so it's like a cave, but within certain areas of the cave, they're like built structures. The very first area you come to is the burping bog. And this is a fetid, bubbling, sort of swampy area. And the only way to navigate across is a series of stones that are placed at intervals that you are going to have to leap from stone to stone, which does cause you to need to make a roll or you will fall into the stone. Now, you will also notice that there are a number of large toad-like creatures. You, Some of you might recognize these as murga toads, if anyone would like to make a lore 
check on Morgato- or Murgatoads. I can tell you a little bit more about yeah, them. Okay. Heavens to Murgatoad, even. That's a thir- that's that's a thirteen for lore for me. Mm. Wow. Same. All right. So yeah. So you uh, very, but you are very familiar with Murgatoads. Uh, one, if you lick them. Two. Uh, they are generally docile unless they feel like their home has been invaded. So as long as you don't step into the water, you should be okay. But if threatened, they have an ability to release a poisonous gas that could negatively affect you uh, either in the moment or lingering effects. Actually, with a 13, I'll just tell you all of it. Uh, so essentially every other round, it has a chance to do a poison attack. And there are four possible effects. A stupefying belch, which will stun you. A fetid flatulence, which will give you a negative one attack ongoing. A stifling stench, which causes you to have a negative on your defense ongoing. Or a toxic funk, which actually does dread to you. And dread is how the game manages hit points. Basically, you take dread and you will take uh, 1d10 dread. And that would affect everyone in the area. So there's a 25% chance this could go really poorly really fast. Who would like to try to make it across the stones first? Well, hey, since we're down here, I'm going to take my torch out of my hat and I'm going to say, does anybody need a torch? Because apparently I have a proficiency to see in the dark. So I don't really need this. So here you go. I'll hand it to uh, Galen. But then how do we know that you went? if you went too deep, there's no torch? Oh, yeah, that's right. We were using it for something else. I almost forgot. Yes. You know, these one brain cells with the squeege. Sorry. And I put it back. Yes. As a, as a performer, we always want the spotlight to be uh, uh, coming from somewhere other than me and getting on to That's me. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I'm looking at my ability. I actually have a narrator ability that might be useful in this situation. I can roll a roll plus inspire to to be able to actually do something, but it has to be out of out of conflict. So. I think I might actually try mm. this ability here uh, and then just narrate us past this particular obstacle. That's a... We'll be fine with that. But if you want to go ahead and roll that, we can. Uh, so, yeah, uh, um, we see Kiri Candlehart uh, uh, pull out a lute this time and start humming a particular tune uh, uh, based on what uh, uh, has been told to her about the 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 frogs here uh something that they enjoy that just lulls them to sleep and they may maybe they'll drift together close enough we can just walk across their bellies in the stones if i roll well enough okay uh but that is definitely not well enough uh that is a three yeah that is a that's that's Mm -hmm. a failure is that a complete failure Yes, the complete failure. That is a failure with a plus, actually. A three is a oh, failure yeah, with a plus. Two is the complete failure. I think the plus, obviously, is that he goes to, or she goes to play something, but instead we get Rick rolled. Is that what happens there? <laughs> well, I think what makes sense here is that uh, you basically have alerted the frogs. Like, instead of the music soothing the savage beast, it has agitated them. Uh, so they're going to be, so normally they can only do the thing they do every other round. If you fail the check, they will be able to do it every round. Oh boy. So it would be even worse for you, but you still have the chance here to navigate your way across. Essentially it's going to take two rolls again, first and last person across needs to make an athletics or a nimbleness check. Uh, I I should have warned you. I have a cousin that married one of these toads, a distant cousin. And uh, yeah, they don't really like much. They don't like pop folk as much. Ooh, yeah, more of a bluegrass sound. 
Oh, they did. Oh, they love country blues, don't they? Oh, my. I think it would make sense that if I had to go first if I was out front trying to do the song. Uh, makes so sense. it's nimbleness, yeah. which isn't bad for me. So Kiri switches to blues grass and 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 jumps from rock to rock uh, uh, using the song uh, to help her go through. Uh, uh, but somewhere along the line, it doesn't go as well. The rocks are just a little bit too far apart because I got a seven on my nimbleness. So it's a success okay. but. That is a success with a twist. So I'm going to say that you do manage to get across. You had one errant step. You actually stepped on a toad rather than a rock. It was sitting just below the surface of the water and you didn't realize it was a toad until your foot hit it and it squelched out a, a burp. So I'm just going to say that that gas has, basically you expelled the gas into the area inadvertently. Uh, so everyone is going to get the negative one to defense until basically I say otherwise. So there's a not a quite a noxious cloud, but there's just like a sort of a stinky cloud of gas in the room. Uh, when you were on the other side, you can see that uh, basically there are three possible avenues mm -hmm. from here. One goes to a cavern to the left where you can see a sort of shimmering uh, light that is fluctuating in colors, like almost like a kaleidoscope effect. Directly in front of you is a dark cave, and you can hear a sort of a wailing moan sound rising from there. And then to your right, you can see what looks like a rope bridge that is covered in like a hazy fog. So you can't quite see what's on the other side of the bridge, but you can see this side of it. All right, so we have Kiri across. We need one more person. Whoever's in the back of the list or back of the row also has to make a check. So who would like to take up the sixth position? Who didn't get the roll last time? Let's spread the wealth. I think that would be either uh, that would be myself or that would be Galen or uh, Warbly. I think. Yeah. Go ahead, Warbly. Okay. <laughs> nibbleness. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a two. Oh, no. Okay. So that's a complete failure. So you have fallen into the water, and um, what does that look like to you? So, so I'll take that back. You describe what failure looks like to you here. I hop onto a rock. I go to hop on another rock, and one of those toads kind of pops its head up, startles me, and I just fall flat back into the water. Mouthful of water, start Excellent. choking, grab my hat because it tried to float away. All the toads turn towards you and basically towards turn towards everybody now that they've been agitated. So we're going to enter combat. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, so we're going to get the chance to, to fight some stuff mm -hmm. here, maybe. So the combat works kind of Darn. interestingly in this game. Uh, first, it's called conflicts and not mm -hmm. combat. And it, it goes into four phases. And there are always four phases, whether you use them or not. Phase one is mm -hmm. parley or parlay. So you always have an opportunity to try to talk your way out of combat. Even if you've been into combat for a while, you always have the chance to say, you know what? Let's try this a different way. Because you're dealing with animals, you cannot use the uh, the communication. There's a wrangle score. So you can't, like, so basically you're dealing with animals, but you can try to wrangle them. Uh, and that's essentially the same thing as, like, trying to communicate with a sentient hmm. creature and say, hey, what's just not good to critter speak, though. Can I try to parlay with them? Yeah. Cool. You could use that rather than wrangle if you would like. So if you want to parlay, you get to go here even if someone else wants to fight. So parlay always comes first. Uh, so actually, everybody needs to roll a D6 and anybody, or excuse me, D12. 
And this is a So we've got the parlay phase, the improvise phase, mm -hmm. the run phase, then mm. the combat phase. Mm. <laughs> then the combat phase. So basically yes. the way initiative works is anyone who gets higher than six gets to go before the creatures and anyone lower than six goes after. But I can't figure out what, I can't remember where the, the thing you roll. It's D12 plus a thing, but I can't find what that thing is. It's probably nimbleness, like a dex-based score. It's, uh, it's rolls plus perception. Oh, okay. Well, that was wrong. So everybody make rolls per plus perception. Oh, if you I are have... higher than six, you get to go before the creatures. Well, I have a negative <laughs> on that. That's not cool. Ooh, I got a 14. I got a five. I got a rock. Dang it, Shane. All right. <laughs> no, I got a 12. <laughs> uh, Galen got a, uh, where'd it go? Perception. Galen got a 10. So it sounds like everybody but Squeege yeah. was successful, right? Yeah. All right. So we are in phase one. Would anyone like to try to parlay or wrangle these toads to avoid conflict? I'd like to parlay. There's no sense in harming these poor little toads. They're just, we're invading their home. All right, so go ahead and make your check, your parlay skill. So you set off loud music, crash through their, their homes. I'm not seeing parlay on here. Would that be charm? Yeah, or yeah you're going to be using skill? it's. It's one of your Vim skills, like yeah, your social yeah. skills. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, charm is about the only thing. I can't think I can inspire the toads. It's a seven. That's a success but. Yeah. All right. So I think the, the most logical choice here is that you're fine. They've decided that you're a friendly with them, but they are still going to uh, attack the mm -hmm. others in the party. I think I'm making progress, guys. Mm -hmm. I think anyone else that would want to do that or try to, to parlay with them needs to use the wilderness skill according to the wrangling mm -hmm. thing you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So normally I'm letting him roll yeah, because he's, he's going to talk to them. My so wilderness is yeah. minus two. But normally, yes, it's a wilderness skill else. to wrangle the creatures. So if anybody else wants to go in the conflict play or the parlay phase, mm -hmm. now would be the. And time. All you hear is just this. All you hear coming from from Warbly is just a series of croaks and kind of like. Galen Galen puts his hand up to the group. Wait, wait, wait! Let me give it a try. I I may have. A few words of toad I can use. And uh, Galen will approach the group. Let's hope for a total success. Oh. Uh, that's okay. 11. I have, I have I have plus zero, but I rolled an 11. So Nice. All right. That is a total. I mean, it's a success, so there's no negative here. So what does that look like? How do you manage? Because when you're done, the conflict's over unless someone decides they want to kill a toad. So you see Galen like just kind of walk to the edge of the water and crouch down in a very uh, frog-like fashion and start to croak at the water. There's a, there's a number of like, you know, there's a number of weird noises and croaks. 
and the uh, the toads kind of one at a time, kind of like lower into the water. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yep. So you have pacified them. You've convinced them that you are friends. It's not toads easy of the same color green. sort of situation. Um, so that is you've navigated part one. We're all a little bit green, ball. you know. When we come, when it comes down to it, everyone's a little green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not easy being green. Gail, That's right. I mean, I you, what you said was inspiring, but oh my goodness, your accent was horrible. No, I know. I, I, I again, the toads, toads a different dialect. It, you know, I, I... that was really impressive. I didn't know you were a youth pastor on the weekends. It's just a once a month group. Yeah. Well, you can tell it's really paying off. That was really, yeah, really yeah. good. Big, really strong night. Guys. You got to learn how to talk to the teens early. Yeah. The toads. The the people just living their lives in the caves. Mr. Knight's got to come in and, and just, okay. Well, okay. Well, where am I? What was I well, saying? I'd, I'd like to think that my uh, my abilities uh, kept us from you know un- needlessly injuring or killing the toads or them hurting us, but um, think what you will. That's fine. Yeah, I think we're touching on some deeply rooted problems, so let's, uh, hey, should we push on? You know, I I think we, uh, you know, my curiosity, I gotta go follow what's going on. What, uh, is there a doorway or something you said? Yep, so you have three options. You have yeah. the passageway to the left, which is the color kaleidoscoping uh, light emanating from a cave entrance to the left. There is a cave in front of you where you hear, hear that sort of wailing moaning sound and then to the right is a rope bridge that is obscured by heavy mist so you cannot see what is on the other side of it Ooh, all three of them are really good choices oh, that's three separate parties right there got a hoot nanny a shindig and a party Ooh, which one are we going uh, to which one are we dressed right for hoot nanny mm-hmm. yeah i think okay. i think hoot nanny is the closest one for us <laughs> okay let's go yeah, that way then take jobs and wham Am I going in the <laughs> Am I going in the front again or is somebody else taking the lead? Who wants to do it? I uh I mean I'm happy to go first and then maybe you can, you know, I'll I'll be I'll I'll help protect maybe. Could I possibly do a sneak roll and try to like stealthily just kind of scout out ahead of people? Yeah, I would be okay with that. Uh which are you wanting to scout each one and then come back and report or pick one and then just get a insight before you, everyone else follows you? Uh, just the, whichever one we decide mm-hmm. on as mm-hmm. a group first, that mm-hmm. way we can kind of like get a feel if we decide, mm-hmm. Oh, nah, not this one. We can, mm-hmm. I can, we can go okay. back and visit other. Uh, would it be possible so, if I do... helped uh, Varacia by providing a little bit of cover music uh, 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 to, to distract uh, uh, them from noticing her entering. See, that makes zero sense. But since this is a Muppet style caper, mm-hmm. I think I like yes. the idea of yeah. Kiri Kiri. So, la la so la, 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 la like, immigrant song. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say I, I was gonna say maybe that little the old sting the little I was thinking Mission Impossible. No, no, that yes. would alert someone that someone is sneaking. Especially if they, if they have fourth wall sets. So take an additional plus two from Kiri's uh, musical accompaniment. Then that is a 14. All right, that is beyond success. So uh, I'm sorry, did you say which way you were going? Like which one did you pick? Oh, which one did we? The, whatever the hoot man was. Yeah. That, that was the, the, 
That, that sounded like the wailing tone. <laughs> that, that's why I did the, the wailing song. Gotcha. Yeah, let's let's uh, check out the wailing. So you enter into this cave opening in front of you, and you hear that wailing sound in front of you. As you get a little further into the cave, it opens up into a pretty large area, and there are several stalactites and stalagmites. And the thing that is most notable to you is there is a shimmering blue ghostly figure of a young woman who is, that's where the sound is coming from. Essentially, this is a ghost. And this is a young woman who's just wailing and crying out in like frustration. And it appears that she is preparing to dance. Like like she's doing like exer- like ballerina exercises. You can see that she's going up on her toes and down and going into the different positions, left, right, left, left, right. But something isn't working and, and she keeps getting flustered as she's going through this routine and she fails. And then she just like sits down and cries out again. And then it, it sort of cycles and repeats itself. The other thing that you see is at the far sort of edge of this cavern. And as far as you can tell, there is an additional way out to the left. So once you went in fully into the cavern, there's another entrance or exit to the far left. That's the only other exit here. There is a skeleton that is missing its head, but it is holding a large sword and it is currently fighting a series of stalactites. So it is just sort of like swinging and hitting the stalactites wordlessly because it doesn't have a head and then it'll turn and like rush and then bump into another one and then start fighting it. So this skeleton is just running around, mm-hmm. yeah, ping-ponging around and then just fighting these stalactites and stalagmites. So that is what you see in this room. Nothing in here seems to have noticed you. Well, Kiri, maybe you can help that dancer girl. I mean, you fellow artist, maybe you guys are going to have some sort of kindred spirit or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that in reverse and just and uh, come back and tell everybody what's going on. I was like, look, I've seen some <laughs> things, I've seen some stuff, and what I just saw in there was well, pretty normal for this country. I'm not yep. gonna lie to you. Uh, so what we got going on here? We got just standard. B.O.G., big old ghost back in there. She tried to do a cut in a rug, and she's not doing so hot. She's getting mad at herself. I don't know. Maybe Look at you, Miss Miss Music. You can maybe, like, maybe mm-hmm. she just doesn't have the right music or something. I don't know. She Well, it seems to me that she's missing a dance partner. And I look uh, over at Galen, who I know needs to cut a rug a little bit more. Again, oh, I'm tapping into oh, my yeah. XP gaining. Like, he, I feel that he needs to loosen up a bit. Well, I mean, we, we certainly need to help this this poor, poor young, well, ghost. The other thing I saw, and any of you remember that, that old stage play by that Sam Raimi fella? <laughs> oh, we, yeah, with the <laughs> Army yeah. of Darkness. It was the third in a series yeah, of confusing movies. Second, or plays. Second one was still a, a remake and yeah. a sequel. It was weird. Anyway, they've got skeleton steve in there just hacking away with the sword he ain't got no head on him he don't know what's up and down i don't know what his deal is he's kind of mr magooing his way around in there just hacking and slashing so that's that's kind of what we got going on there there's only one other entrance and that's uh that's over by bony bob in there wait is his name steve or bob Right. I was actually going to ask the same question because that kind of kind of confusing. Is there more than one skeleton in there? Is there one? Is there two? 
I'm going to I'm going to look over down at the goo. I'm like, ah, oh, ah, don't stick up Bobby like that. I forgot you there. I don't know what you said. What did you, you said, say? You said there was two skeletons in there. No, one but skeleton. One skeleton. It's missing its one name big is old Bob ghost. Stevens or Steve Bobs. What what did, what did you say his name was? But it could be like Squeege when when they were separated. The 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 names combined. So it's Steve Bob but with without the head it's just Steve and Bob's the head. Oh. That makes total sense to right. me. Look, I feel like we're all focusing yeah, on the wrong think, things here. Who cares what his name is? Yeah, I think we're splitting hairs a little bit. Excuse me, uh, miss? Oh, look at that. Galen's going to go dance with that girl. What a nice guy. He's such a knight errant on a quest to help the damsels. Good job. Well, before Galen leaves, I I'd like to suggest perhaps that we split the group up to deal with the two tasks simultaneously. So that way, whatever goes on, we won't have to deal with them attacking us both at the same time. I'm not going to let you guys cut me in half again. That was one time and it really hurt. It, like I said, it took me a long time to get congratulated mm -hmm. again. So no, no, no. Squeege, squeege. It's not, he's not, we're not physically, we're, the, we're just, we're going to split separated. into two groups of, of people. Mm -hmm. We're not going to physically split mm -hmm. ourselves. Yes. Oh, Okay. That I yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense than yeah. Let's let's go ahead and do that. I mean, if yeah. if, if we could have a uh, uh, pebble skip and uh, uh, put Squeege on top of the skeleton's head or body to act like a head, perhaps it could calm him down long enough for Voracia to find the missing skull and put it back. Well, uh, Galen and I help the 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 potential dancer. A dancer. Her, her final song. Set her to rest. Does, does that seem okay with everyone? Yeah, yeah I, I guess so. I, I mean, sure. I mean, Squeegee is going to make an awfully big head on top of that skeleton, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Could you no, just but, no, but, swallow it? Yeah, yeah. Squeegee could just Ooh. envelop the skeleton, and then yeah, Squeegee is like its skin. Mm -hmm. I can make him like a body, like that weird movie with the guys and the people in it, and you know what one I'm talking about. We we talked about how we don't have the screens, but we understand what movies are. So you guys know what I mean. Oh, you mean the plays? Yes, they're the traveling plays. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right. Yep. Sure, let's go. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So let's uh, let's talk to the ghost mm -hmm. first, and then we'll do the skeleton second. So who's who's going to oh. interact with the ghost? So Galen will will stride in hi-ho madame it is i galen dundougal knight errant and i am here to dance with thee so the the ghost looks up at you and then stands up very prim mm -hmm. and proper and, and goes back into like a ballet stance uh she holds out her arms and she would like to dance with you so i need you to make a nimbleness and i'm gonna back him up with uh, a, a very simple melody, like uh, like I did previously with the aid. So hopefully that gives him a, a bonus. Okay. So one, go ahead and make two, me a performance three, check one, first. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. So Kira, can you make a uh, performance, performance check to see how well you do with your rendition? So be I think inspire. that would be Inspire. Yeah. yeah. Under Vim. Nope. Perfect. Oh, darn. Another 13. <laughs> Okay. Well, your dice are on fire tonight. It's a amazing. Masterclass performance. It is absolutely brilliant, uh, giving Galen a plus one. Good, because your plus one will cancel out my negative one. And that is a 10. So 
the dance begins very well, and you are able to match with her quite well. But you see that she she keeps stumbling. Like, you're actually dancing better than her. And after a moment, she sits down in sort of like a huff, and she, she pulls her feet toward her. And she looks at her feet sort of longingly, and that is when you notice she's not wearing slippers. The ballerina has no slippers. Oh, no. What, uh, what happened to your slippers, dear? They were stolen by the mean lady, and she doesn't even have feet to wear them. What mean lady? Oh, the witch? That's not what I called her. Did it rhyme with that? Yes. Okay, yeah, good job. Oh, I'm not here. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Just <laughs> one of my fourth one of my fourth wall breaks. Sorry. Um, I like to think I like to think that like Squeege there was like a little like pseudopod of Squeege that like was just hanging out by us and then just goes Yeah. yeah just, mm-hmm. just just passing through. Don't don't worry about me. Uh, I'm looking at my inventory. I have a set of fine clothes. And since I'm also uh, 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 she her uh, I'd, I'd like to suggest perhaps I could donate my slippers for her to dance in. She uh, she's very grateful, but unfortunately, those are her slippers, and the only way to get, yes. basically release her is to return her. But does it, does slippers, she have to know that the slippers are hers, or does she have to think they're? She, well, I, I will say she's probably going to know, but if you want, want to really try to to trick her, I mean, there's a chance it could work. I'm not going to say no to it, but it would be very difficult, of course. That would be uh, a charm, I think, or, or, or is it? Is there or, trickery? Trickery. trickery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is. Yeah. I'm I'm going to give it a try to see if if uh, if the 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 fine slippers I have are close enough of match. All right, I'm going to give you the negative three on this because she she knows her slippers very well. Yeah, quest points not going to help that. So. Uh, Four, five, minus three is, that's a complete failure. Okay. So she is insulted by Kiri, though she still seems to think Galen's a pretty cool dude. Uh, She crosses her arms, kind of huffs, and then like turns her back to you and doesn't speak to you again. She's not hostile. She doesn't fight you, but she's not going to interact with you anymore. Oh, then I guess these shoes that I found are definitely not yours then. Oh, oh my dear. I'm so sorry. (laughs) We definitely want you to have the the, the very best shoes. Uh, we'll have to get them back from the <clears throat> air quotes witch. <laughs> uh, my dear, <laughs> we're going to uh, we're going to defeat the witch, and uh, and once we do, I myself will return your slippers to you. If you could do that, kind sir, I would be ever so grateful. And she'll like reach up like she's going to give you a peck on the cheek, mm. but of course she's a ghost. Uh, what a stud! A, a, there is a, <laughs> there are little green, uh, like uh, frog pimples, like go all across Galen's skin at the the chill, almost touch of the ghost. <laughs> oh, I'll, uh, uh, we'll make sure. We'll make sure. You will get your slippers back. On this, I vow. She looks hopeful. And then she gives a glare at Kiri. All right, so we'll cut over to our skeleton. 
Uh, so essentially, there's no way to negotiate because the creature has no head. It is like a mindless automaton at the moment. So we're going to fall into combat and conflict immediately, but you have the option to do the parlay or, in this case, the improvise, which is where you basically do something that doesn't involve combat. So this is like where you try to like cave cave in the entrance, dive for the thing, cut the rope, run away. <laughs> so this is where I'm going to say that that squeege is going to try to yes and you're going to try and yeah. yes and the skeleton to death <laughs> I'm going to try to yes and the skeleton to death it's like the opposite of a mech instead of you being the, the pilot you're going to become yeah. the mech yeah, I guess I'm going to just go so, over there and engulf him well, I was gonna so what this. skill do we think this is oh I'm sorry what Sean I was going to say before squeege goes over there I'm gonna be like, I want to stop squeege and be like well he's got a sword you don't want to get cut in half that's a really good point. Could one of you guys maybe fight him so he's distracted with his sword? So when I surround his body, because once I'm around his body, if this works right, then I'll have control of his body and he won't be able to fight anymore, right? So that's our plan. That's what that's my plan. So I pull out my fishing pole. Okay, I'm going to do, it. do a cast and try to snag the sword and yank it out of his hand. Yes. All right. So that sounds like a uh, nimbleness check, maybe. Mm. Oh yeah, I love that. Cool. Uh, nimbleness. Okay, cool. I'm open to another skill or ability if you have one that's just uh, looking at the sheet. That makes the most sense to me. No, that's a seven. Which yes, is still a, a success. But Could I assist by doing like a trickery roll and like getting the, the skeleton focused on like a specific area that it thinks it yeah. needs to go at? So it's not just wildly swinging the so, sword? So currently you're at, you said mm -hmm. a seven? So that is a success with a twist. So you would get what you want, but something would happen. Oh. So my thought is that you, you pull the sword free, That's... but it's actually going to fly towards Squeege. <gasps> so we're going to get one attack at him that way. Okay. But if uh, Varicia wants to make a check, I will let that retroactively be a possible help. So you could potentially bring it all the way up to a full success. The quest point will give you a bonus plus one. So if you give, if Arisha can give you a plus one and then you spend a quest point, you'd have a complete success. Mm. So Varisha, do you want to make a check here to see if you can assist retroactively? Mm. All right. So trickery. Let's see. That's a plus two. Let me get back to my dice. D12 plus two. That's 10. Oh yeah, definitely. So that will give you the plus one. So if you want to spend one of your quest points, that will get you all the way up to a full success. Yeah, I don't want to step squeeze, so yes, definitely. All right, so yeah, so you, essentially... Teamwork you, makes the dream work. The sword is starts to spin, and it's heading towards Squee, but the last second, like, your hand reaches out and grabs it by the, the hilt, and the blade stops just, like, you know, millimeters from Squeege's face. All right, so Squeege, what skill do you want to use to try to mech take over this body yeah um so i'm i'm, I'm gonna try to engulf him um, i think realistically what would make the most sense is maybe to do my vitality because i'm trying to maintain myself as i stretch myself super super thin to surround his body because i'm really not like huge so yeah. i think that okay, makes perfect cool. sense um so my vitality is a plus two. Oh, awesome that is a 12 plus two is a 14 nice okay yeah so essentially you are I can't think of the perfect metaphor, but yes, you basically are now a mech with this body inside you. You could walk around and use it to do things. It's just you're fully in control of the skeleton body. Look at me, guys. I'm super tall. 
Look at me. You have like yeah. abs now. Awesome. Hey, dancer girl. How are you over there? Did you find my beach ball? Maybe that way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what did he just say about her mama? Actually, I think now you guys can actually understand what I'm saying because I'm like in a human form, maybe. Resonating. You still don't have a voice box. No, no, resonating the bones <laughs> on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like the opposite of a bone mic? Mm hmm. Right. Conductive mic? Mm -hmm. It's a bone amp. So let's go take care of that witch, shall we? Let's go do it, guys. Come on. All right. So you have a, another exit which would basically to your left, or you can go back to the first area and then you would have the, the other two areas you didn't check, the kaleidoscope color and the bridge with the mist. Aha! Onward to glory. I think we're trying to slip a little further into the crack. Yeah, we're just going to keep pressing forward, man. You know, it's cool. Slowly push our way in. I think that body used to be a surfer. It might have been, man. I don't know. Sounds very Chad, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, for reals. Radical, dude. As you uh, exit the, the cave that you're currently in and move into the adjacent cave, there's a rancid odor, and the floor is sort of sticky and squelchy. Uh, in front of you, there's like a large pond sort of size water. It's like, you know, you, you might be able to throw a rock to the far side. That's how big it is. And there are multiple... They are listed here as dolphin-sized. I'm not sure. I guess dolphins exist in Land of Eam, but there are dolphin-sized leeches that are swimming through the water. If someone would like to make a lore check, I might tell you more about wow, these creatures. That's so gross, man. Uh, lore. That's just a six for me. Yeah, four I for I've definitely heard of them, but I don't remember any specific details. Said anybody can make this roll? Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Oh, wait. I rolled the wrong thing. I was gonna say natural twenty, but we're not rolling. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not. I got a yeah. I got a one. I got a that's nine. a hot one. Eight, eight, nine. Who was the nine? Eight plus. All right, eight plus one is nine. Okay. All right. So the nines and the tens, you recognize these creatures as what are called leechlings, and they are carnivorous, very aggressive predators. Uh, they with when they attack you, not only do they deal damage by sucking out your courage, they heal themselves in doing so. And for every one you see, there's at least two more you don't. So might I suggest we go back the other way, guys and girls? I mean, come on, these guys are no joke. Not cool. Yeah, if they get a hold of you, it's it's they're gonna suck your courage out. Yeah, and I mean, look at my body now. I mean, I don't want to get rid of this thing. I mean, it's pretty awesome. Are there stalactites and stalagmites uh, in this this cavern? Uh, there are stalactites. Uh, there are no stalagmites, at least none that you can see. If they might have been buried by the water ages ago, but not completely dissolved. Uh, there is one other exit, like a across the to pond, the I'm northeast, assuming? that you would you would have to go through the water to get to. Unless perhaps we knew someone who had maybe a long length of rope, perhaps, that could tie on one stalactite uh, and then lasso it across onto the, uh, on another, perhaps. Galen does happen to have a length of rope. And I have a lasso. We could perhaps make extended range for that. Is it a magic lasso? No, no. I'm afraid, I'm afraid I didn't quite, couldn't quite afford that from the Wonder Woman shop. No. Uh, Miss Prince says that it was worth several bags of gold. Oh, you got the pirate lasso. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no. It's silk, dear. Silk for 
reasons. With a roll of 10, would I know if bug repellent would work on the leeches? I would say with a 10, you know that it would. But it probably would not keep them completely away. It would just uh, make it more difficult for them. So it would be like a get-out-of-jail-free card situation, but you might lessen their uh, volatility toward uh, you or whoever the spray was on. So uh, what if we, like, use our lantern oil, maybe dump it around, make a path of fire? Maybe they won't be able to come closer. They don't want to get all desiccated and stuff, right? No, I think that's slugs. Okay. Slugs, leeches, you know. They're kind of kissing cousins, aren't they? I mean, maybe. Maybe. From everything anyway, you know about let's nature, let's go yes. back to a different cavern. Let's just go back to a different One's cavern. a worm and one's a mollusk. Wow, so they're like nothing alike. Okay, mm-hmm. well, this was, uh, <laughs> this was a good little science lesson today, man. So you want to go back to a different room and see if there's another way around, or what do we think? I mean, we can try the we can try the the rope trick. Hey, man, I'm I'm willing to put my body on the line for the party. So uh, if that's what you guys want to do. So what I'm going to say, you will be able to throw the rope and attach it, and start to make your way across. That is when we will roll. So it's not the roll isn't does it attach? It's does it hold once you're on it? Cool. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast. We do this show out of love for the hobby and the desire to be ambassadors, welcoming more people into this community. All of our website content will always be free to use and utilize, but there are expenses related to the show. And if you enjoy what we do here, then please consider supporting us in some way. You can do so as simply as rating or reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. If you're going to purchase anything through Amazon or DriveThruRPG, consider using our affiliate links first, and then we'll get a small percentage sent back to us. You can do a single direct donation through PayPal using the paypal.me slash the RPG Academy, or consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash the RPG Academy. And for a donation as low as $1 a month, you'll get access to lots of extra goodies, including bonus minisodes, invites to monthly one-shot games, one-sheet adventures, and more. Please consider following us on Twitter and Facebook, or join our Discord, where we like to try to keep the conversation going with our fans as best we can, and are always looking to talk and chat more. Or do none of that. Just continue to listen and enjoy our show. Because honestly, that's enough. Thanks. And remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. We'll see you next time. music used for our intro and outro is Fly a Kite by Spectacular Sound Productions, used under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License.